first of all, I would like to thank Swami Tadatmanandaji, who is just doing such a great job explaining here how things are, you know, what is really enlightenment, what is going on. Like, you know, we have so many questions. Um, I had so many questions which got answered uh, by Sri, by Swami Tadatmanandaji. Um, I'm just blessed and um, so I've been following him for a while now and uh, the more I listen to him the more at rest I feel um, I'm not sure what I'm looking for but uh, I just have to listen and you know um, understand how things work so which is now further clear from his uh, new sessions he has started on Bhagavad Gita um, I've always wanted to listen to Bhagavad Gita but I heard that everybody has their own translation so it does matter who you listen to and since I believe in Tadatmananda Ji and so I, I know I can I can listen to it and you know because it has to be from the right teacher so um, here it is, the first chapter, uh, you know, he's talking about um, what is uh, Bhagavad Gita. It's basically a part of Mahabharata, which has 24,000 verses, and these are 700 of those verses out of those 84,000. So it's very interesting, and um, Gita has been, uh, Bhagavad Gita has been very, like I've been hearing about it since I was little, uh, that you know you could understand life you could understand so much just by reading Bhagavad Gita but again it depends on the translator it depends on who is reading it to you who is um, making who's trying to who's translating it to you what it means so because it's very poetic and um, everything is like implied through you know symbolized as you can say right so um, here in the first uh, chapter, first session with uh, Tadatmanandaji, um, he's explaining what it's about, what are they trying to, why do we need to even, how does uh, Bhagavad Gita help? So it's very interesting how, you know, honestly I wanted to hear it all the time, didn't really know why I needed to hear. So basically what he's saying is, you know, how we are blindly going after enlightenment and don't even know what that is. So he's saying basically what Bhagavad Gita does is it kind of removes the veil of ignorance and uh, makes you recognize the divinity in everything around you, including yourself. I mean, honestly, these are his words. I'm just trying to memorize it. Um, these are heavy words for me. Um, but uh, they make uh, so much sense. So I, I feel that a lot in me, that um, a lot of ignorance, not just uh, towards uh, enlightenment, which is very heavy and deep, even everything around me, I just, you know, I just block myself. I don't want to know. I don't care. So that's something I think should change. I just learned this important, valuable lesson. And uh, so they're saying this is what Gita is all about. So... Um, I'm just impressed. I learned a valuable lesson. Very. I know I'm. I'm gonna have to 
um, listen to this thousand times, million times to really understand me, the world, uh, what is, what are these knowledgeable people trying to tell us, right? But um, this is the beginning. It has to start somewhere. So I'm, I'm just excited and I just need to listen to it more and more. So basically, Bhagavad Gita, so he, in the first chapter, he's explaining how there is this father, uh, which is Duryodhana, uh, sorry, Dhritarashtra, <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Dhritarashtra. So he's the king who's a blind king. So blindness is, I think what he's trying to say is blindness um, kind of symbolizes and is used to symbolize um, um, ignorance. So they're saying this, who's this king, this ignorant guy, and then his son is um, kind of the um, uh, agent of Adharma. So basically, who's uh, Duryodhana. So Duryodhana is the guy who wants to kill his cousins, the uh, Kauravas. And um, so basically, he's, they're trying to explain how um, uh, ignorance is causing uh, the sadharma you know in Duryodhana so um, you, you know that's what the whole uh, concept uh, is about in Gita they will try to explain how it does that uh, and how we need to remove ignorance why is it so important how does it help us understand um, that there is divinity in everyone, including yourself. So anyway, um, I'm going to learn more and more. It's sounding very heavy to me, and I'm getting confused while I'm talking. <laughs> so it's just very new. I just thought, let me just uh, talk it out, and it will help me remember as well. And I actually related to this in my own way, because when I talk to people, and I'm talking about things I'm I realize I'm not interested in 90% of the things, which I don't know if it's good or bad. Maybe I don't need to know everything. But uh, generally, you know, I'm playing ignorant. So, I mean, even now I don't know what to make out of this. But generally I realize that, so what they're saying is that there's divinity in everyone. And uh, so we do so much nonsense, I would say. And uh, I guess that would be all lifted and we will understand that we're all one and you know um, so I get the, I guess this is like how uh, Swami Tadatmananda Ji explained in Atma Bodha which is another uh, you know session he had for uh, uh, um, Advaita which is uh, non-duality by Shankaracharya so in that he was explaining how there are three things which we need to understand uh, which which causes enlightenment one is uh, shravana then manana and then nitadhyasana so shravana is when you hear it and it's like a, you know you hear about what is enlightenment what is everything and then manana is asking making sure all the doubts are clear and you know you kind of you know think about it and everything and make sure you're you don't have any doubts about it so if we understood the theory we listened to it we understood it now it's nitadhyasana which is contemplation which is so I guess 
I understood everything, but contemplation is key. So it's a lot of manana and uh, dhyasana going on, I feel. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sense out of uh, what he's trying to say while he's saying it and I'm listening to him. But uh, thanks to uh, Swami 